Hi, I'm Dr. Jillian Murphy, a naturopath, healthy-ish lifestyle architect, body joy seeker, and French fry activist. And you're listening to 100% healthy-ish. Here's the thing. As a naturopath and an intuitive eating health at every size health coach, I have seen every angle and end of the health conversation. And after years of clinical and coaching experience, I've developed a framework for feeling good and having fun that I know you're gonna love. To be healthy-ish, we move beyond the boring basics and consider some ish you have never thought of before when it comes to your health. Are you ready? It's gonna be fun. Let's go. Welcome to the Healthiest Podcast. I am thrilled to have Gabriella Gallant on the episode today of GG and Co, an incredibly successful PR and social media agency. I had the pleasure of meeting Gabriella through work. So she has done some work on content for um, content and branding for the Healthiest brand that is mine. And through working with her, as so often happens, when I dive into the work that I do, I start to get a sense or a vibe that the person I'm working with completely understands what I'm talking about because they've struggled with it, with food and their body and health. And so Gab shared a little bit of that with me as we were working together, but we obviously had like a lot of work to do, so we didn't get fully into it. But I thought that she'd be such an interesting person to have on the show. She is young. She is vibrant. She is at the top of her game when it comes to running a business. But in earlier years, in a previous life, she was in a job that she hated. She loathed her every day. And all of the discomfort that she had in her life became targeted at her body. And so today we're talking about that. We're talking about the road back for her and some fun ways that she continues to stay connected flexibly to her healthy-ish. So I hope you I hope you enjoy this. I hope you enjoy Gab. She's so sweet. She's so lovely. And I really appreciate the vulnerability that it takes to share a story like this with the world. So thanks to Gab. I now have an Amazon storefront. I am very excited about this. I know that there are some feels about Amazon and I get it because I shop local all the time. And also I occasionally grab things on Amazon and I love that too. And I'm embracing the ish and allowing this ishy space to be a place where I can share my absolute favorite healthy-ish things with you. So I'm going to put the link in the show notes and I want you to go check it out. There are kitchen organization tools. There is glassware as self-care, beautiful glassware for your cocktails and your mocktails and your green juices. You'll get a sneak peek into my cookbook obsession, all my favorite cookbooks. Um, I have a section on biohacking for babes that I'm building out. It's still... It's still new, but if you listen to my biohacking for babes episode, I'm trying to put things in this space so that you can jump on board as well. There are supplements that I love. There are, you know, shweeing the fung out of your home uh, items for your, for your making your home and the energy in your home the most beautiful possible. And also my favorite travel supplements and skincare products. So head on over the links in the show notes do some shopping, let me know what you get, uh, and have a little fun. All right. Okay, I am here with Gab. Gab, I met through the Icon Agency, who I've been working with as I like reinvent my work and bring healthy-ish sort of to the world. And it's been a really amazing experience to work with you, Gab, because I feel like you have just like captured my voice, but also the soul of this work that I'm trying to do in the world. So I wonder maybe just to start, if you could just tell people a little bit about who you are and what you do. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for having me, Jill. It's been okay. a pleasure to work with you and get to know everything that you have to offer. So yes, my name is Gabriella. I own a social media management and PR agency here in GTA area. So pretty close to you. I've been doing my, I've been running my own business um, probably for three years, three, almost four years. And it's been the best thing ever. Um, we primarily work with female entrepreneurs who are in like health, beauty, wellness, and just, I, I could not imagine 
where I was like four or five years ago. It's just a whole nother world, whole different person. So it's been exciting. It's been what did exciting. you do before this? Yeah. So I worked market, I worked in marketing, so similar social media, but it was for conferences, but my organization was in the medical industry and not medical as in like wellness, like, Ooh, I love it. It was like family physicians, the college of family physicians of Canada. So it was very stuffy. It was very, um, I just didn't have any creative freedom. Like I would go home depressed, drained, feeling like I didn't have a voice, like everything I did. It was just like, I was like applying to jobs nonstop. I was like on LinkedIn trying to find a job. This was at the same time I had a blog. I had like a beauty fashion kind of wellnessy blog at the time. And that was kind of like my creative outlet. But I just knew I was like, this, this is not it for me. Like there is something more, but I didn't know at the time that it would lead me here, but it did. <laughs> so yes, I was still in like marketing, social media, but just a whole different industry. Right. And then the two things that I wanted to talk about with you today, just because we did get into some, like we couldn't get too deep because we were trying to get other work done as we worked together. Mm -hmm. But I could tell that there was a personal health story there with you that resonated with this like healthy-ish idea, something about yeah. there. And then also I'm really interested because I love working with women who are in really big jobs, whether it's entrepreneurship or they're, they're in some sort of corporate job that's really big. Those are my favorite people to work with when it comes to crafting a healthy-ish blueprint. Um, right. Because I think there's a unique set of challenges there, right? Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. So just like, where should we start? I guess is okay. what I want to ask. So I will bring you back to... 2017 Gab who was stuck at her corporate job it was probably the most like transformational point in my life I was so like I said I was working in a corporate setting um my husband then boyfriend at the time we'd been together for like 10 years um but I like I said I just knew something was missing and I was struggling like so so deep and the way that that surfaced for me, unfortunately, was with extreme restrictive eating to the point where I literally almost died. Like it was that serious where I was hospitalized. Yeah. And yeah, like I was really suffering and I took it towards like trying to pursue this healthy lifestyle, overly just like restrictive. It was it was a full blown like orthorexic environment. Like that's what it was. So at that time, I guess I was just so... I was so like just stuck in like comparison, seeing my friends' successful jobs and me not being able to get ahead in life. And like that kind of control led me through that. And then there was just like a turning point where literally my friends and family was like, it was like a full-on intervention. Like what is going on? And I didn't see it. Like I was right. so, I was like, I'm just being healthy. Like I am just working out like non, like, okay. Non-stop. Yeah. Like, like just bad working out way too much. And just restricting, literally putting myself into a box, restricting myself into a box that I could not get out of. And they literally brought me to the hospital and that was it. And then since then, like, it's been a long journey of just like self-development and learning so much and therapy and all the resources. And thank goodness, like they did, because I'm so grateful for where I am today. Like, I don't think I would have started my own business because I wouldn't have had the tools and the resources and been in that mindset. And it really took me towards a path of like energy and manifestation and so much like just discovery that I don't think I would have ever experienced had it not happened. So it happened and I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that it happened and I'm here today because of it, but it was a wild journey that kind of led me down to where I am. Yeah. And I think it really speaks to this idea, like yours was obviously a really intense experience, but I yeah. think so many women experience this on different yeah. levels and in different ways in their life where there's this, and there's lots of evidence to support it that like when something is uncomfortable or like not working or not going well in our lives, we immediately direct our energy and effort toward our body, like controlling mm -hmm. our food, controlling our exercise, yeah. trying to manipulate our bodies. It's, it, you know, that, that sort of belief that if I just get this body right, I'll figure the rest out or the yeah. rest will be easy. Right. Yeah. Totally. And for you, you're like, that didn't really work out so well. Yeah. No, <laughs> no it didn't. But yeah, that's just, it kind of, it was 
it's a part of me now. And like, it's not like I'm just like magically, you know, you just come out of that. Like, you know, it's something that you're always working on, but it's just, it's a part of me now. And I'm just, I'm grateful for, for what it's taught me and like the lessons I've learned, but also like just the experiences that I'm now able and like the place I am today, I just, I'm so full of life. Like before I was literally like a fraction of like, like I was just like an emotionless thing. Like it was just such a transformation. And like, it's scary that, that that's, you know, that's like the reality and what happens, but yeah. What are, what's your, like, if you had to try to summarize how you approach food and movement Mm. and taking and like health now, what would you say that is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I definitely have done it all (laughs) in the sense of like where, where I was back then. And now I just, I just kind of like literally have my own version of healthy-ish for me. Like I don't, I'm not in a box. I don't, I, I eat and I exercise and move my body to just fuel me and make me feel best. And like, there's things I know that just don't agree with me digestively. Cool. There is movement that like, like I said, I used to, you know, do spin class, like how many times a week I used to run. I don't even, I would never even think about doing that now. Like I just know what I love to do and how I move my body. So I just approach it at a sense of, what makes me feel good. I know I need to get movement every day because it motivates me and it energizes me and I want to eat to just feel good. And that's kind of what I do, but yeah. So, and you know, like I work in all different spheres Mm -hmm. of this work, right? So I work Mm -hmm. like at this healthiest work that I do. And then I also do eating disorder recovery work. And so um, something that's often really tricky for people is how do you start to untangle or figure out, like, this is like, part of the healthiest framework that I really love. And that I feel so proud of because it's so difficult to start to figure out, like, am I avoiding this food? Cause it genuinely doesn't feel good mm-hmm. in my body mm-hmm. or am I avoiding it? Because there's so much angst and anxiety and fear and like turmoil totally. that's created when I eat it, that I think it feels bad in my body. Totally. Like how did you start to separate, like figure those things yeah, out? I do you could think? not do that alone. I, okay. I, I would agree. It's a really difficult thing to do alone. Exactly. And then I would start getting into this phase of like, oh, like I can't eat that. It doesn't agree with my stomach, like all of these things. And then even saying them to myself or whoever I'm with, you start to realize like, wait a minute, like this is coming up for me. Why is this coming up for me? Like, what is the emotion behind it? Like I can tell when I feel more like, like forward or more like, I don't know that I don't know how to describe it, but when no, your body cracks or yes. it, you know what I mean? And I can just tell. So I, and that was kind of part of my recovery was to do, you know, kind of the, those kind of therapy with eating disorder coaches. So I did do all that, but even after that, it's still a process of me. Um, I had to like, you know, work with a dietitian to just kind of figure out again, what does work for my body? Because again, I was telling myself, lies for so long that I didn't know even know what was true anymore yeah so I had to work with someone to be like kind of guiding me through those foods that were you know quote-unquote fearful to see if could I even handle them and that's kind of where I'm at now and I can just kind of go off that and trust that intuition and I know if it's that other voice or my kind of authentic voice yeah it's- yeah because it's like part of that kind of the more toxic wellness world that's like so infused with diet culture loves to talk about how our gut affects our brain and like the foods that we eat affects our mental health. But like, we don't, we rarely talk about the fact that the opposite is also true. Right. So if they're connected, they're connected. It's a two way street. And so if we're continually fighting food, if we're continually telling terrible stories about food, it doesn't necessarily get digested very well. Oh my gosh, no. And there's been even like, I did a lot of um, kind of just like being very conscious about like what, how you're feeling in the moment. And I had to really learn like when I'm eating, like what space I need to be in, like my body, I can't just be in like a stressful space, like leave my computer, just like be all scattered and like stuff food in my face. I need to like get in the zone, like have a deep breath before like I get in that space Yeah. because then I'm like, oh my God, I'm bloated. Why am I bloated? Well, because I just jumped from X, Y, Z and did all these things and didn't even give myself to think like a moment to think about it. And I just like went into the act of like doing whatever was next. But I think it's just being mindful. That's really what it comes down to for me. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's like, like digestion is so much more than just the specific yeah. foods we're eating. It's like exactly. the relationship we have to food and yeah. the environment and the state yeah. work that we're in. Yeah. So much of that is just really important and definitely part of healthy-ish. What are like, so what are some of the challenges of running? Cause I know that you are running a really busy yes. business. Yeah. What are the challenges that you currently have when it comes to taking care of yourself? And like, do you have any tips and mm-hmm. tricks or like, how are you approaching these things? Yes, I would definitely say, well, as you know, running your own business, it it can be like just a ball of emotions, a ball of so many tasks. Like there's just not enough time. There's not enough time in the day. So I think for me, the biggest thing has been delegating and bringing on a team to support me and just recognize that like, yes, I can do it all, but where is my happiness going to be? Like, why am I sacrificing my lifestyle or why am I sacrificing all these other things? So really focusing on bringing in a team and my daily sort of non-negotiable rituals have really like helped to ground me so that I'm just starting my day in like more of a peaceful and like grounded state rather than just like rushing into my day. Cause I know that that it just affects my work so much more. So if I like just jump into it and don't give myself the moment to like, be present, have that little morning meditation or that walk in the morning to like make me feel my best. Yeah. So those are, what are, what are those little morning rituals yeah. or what are those things that are your non-negotiables at the moment? Okay. Okay. Good. So right now I, I've been really good about my phone, not looking at my phone in the morning, but then I, I noticed that when I get super busy and super stressed, I start doing that. So there was like a couple mornings last week. I was like, no, no, this is a sign. So I can tell that's like an onset of burnout happening. So I was like trying to just very much separate that. So I like to get up in the morning, um, and just, well, I do like a meditation either in my bed, just put in my headphones or I'll like just go in a separate room and like do a five minute, whatever it is on one of the apps. And right now I'm loving, um, what's it called? Superhuman app. Have you heard of it? Oh no. Tell me about it. It's really good. So it is by, I don't know if you know Mimi, um, Mimi Bouchard. She has like a meditation app, but it's not just like basic meditations. It's like meditation while you're doing laundry, while you're cooking, while you're cool or like just a walking meditation. Like it's really fun. And it's like all about tapping into your best self. So I've been loving those lately. I'll put in one of those quickly in the morning and then I'll go downstairs, like have, after I get right, like just, you know, do my basic washroom things, wash my face, brush my teeth, go downstairs, have water. I try to get in movement. Like I don't like to start my day, my work day without at least getting in a walk and then I will have my coffee and gracefully enter my day. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So it's actually quite simple, but I love that. Like, I think that I don't know if you follow Kenzie Brenna, but she posted this post like maybe a week or two ago at mm-hmm. this point. And it was like, it was like a pretend rundown of someone's day. If they were yeah. doing like 6,000 things to like <sighs> stay yeah. grounded or healthy. And you're like, oh my God, that is a recipe for burnout. It's yeah. not a solution for burnout. Right. And so for right. every person, I'm always really working to figure out like, what are, yeah. I call them like keystone yeah. habits or like these tiny things, sometimes not tiny, but like sometimes quite tiny that we do Mm. that just like set the tone for the day Mm. that get our mindset in the right place. And it doesn't need to be super complicated. Five minute meditation on an app, a walk. Yeah. Moving into your day gracefully before, you know, getting on your phone. But I notice if I don't have one of those, like you said, kind of like key milestone things. Yeah. My day is just not the same. Like I need to get in that, something of that ritual to make me feel my best. Like if I'm just, if I'm not at home or I'm out like sleeping elsewhere and I don't like carve out a little bit of time for myself, it's just like, I'm like a raging biatch. So it has to happen. (laughs) And it's also interesting because so much of what people get caught up in when they're struggling to find their healthy-ish is like over-focusing on food. And I love that like that entire routine, except for maybe coffee, which I don't think really falls into the same category. Like you're not even talking about food or mm-hmm. you're just like, these are just actions that I go through to yeah. set the tone for the day. Yeah. And it doesn't, ha- like you said, it doesn't have to be a lot of things. You just have to kind of find the things that you feel most in tune with and that really resonate with you and like 
your kind of values and just go with that. And it's for me, it's like kind of about habit stacking. Like sometimes I'm listening to a meditation while I'm on a walk, right? Like maybe I'm doing, if I'm journaling, I'm also listening to like one of those, you know, affirmations or something like it's kind of just about using the best, using your time the best you can. Mm-hmm. Even if it's yeah. five minutes or an hour you have in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. And have you ever experienced burnout? I feel like it's like such a big, I mean, it's been a big topic for a long time, but I feel like just recently, so many women, I know myself included, just because mm-hmm. of constant lifestyle demands, I feel like I'm just like constantly like fending it off with a stick. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, there's no. burn it, burnout, yeah. just, out, <laughs> just out, just out of the corner of my eye. Um, And I feel like I have like so many tools and I'm really working it. And like, I feel good about it, but I'm also at a point in my life. I don't know exactly. I think you're probably quite a bit younger than me, but taking care of kids, taking care of parents, taking care of like, there's so many demands outside of work that are really challenging, but yeah, I'm just wondering if you, if you've ever gotten there. I think I, I don't like, I wouldn't say the full fledged burnout where I'm like, can't you know, really function or like can't get to my work. I feel like I'm good at, again, recognizing like when I need to just delegate tasks off, but I've had moments where I'm just like, I just, I can't open my computer. I can't do anything. Like just being in that state is like, not even like, it's just not even a thought you have to just like go take time for yourself. I've been there, but like you said, like, I don't have kids yet. There's a lot of other things that like, is still, you know, I don't know yet. So it's a bit of a different phase, but I feel like burnout is always something that you can be working towards, like fending it off and just yeah. recognize the signs, you know, when you don't want to do your work, when you're feeling like a lack of motivation, when you're feeling resentment, like all these things are good signs that like right. something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And you're good at taking time away when that happens. Yeah. Well, I try, I try to. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're like, how do you, how are you in relationship with your body at the moment? Because it obviously when there's that kind of history yeah. of orthorexia or disordered eating, yeah. there tends to be also yeah. body stuff. Like how does that fall into healthy-ish for you? Mm-hmm. I mean, for me, I always talk about these five areas that I really focus on and body mm-hmm. image is one of them because it underpins and affects so many of the behaviors that we engage in when it comes to our health. So I'm just wondering if you're, if you're open to talk about that. Yeah. Body image is definitely still one of those things that still comes up for me. For me, after I went through that stage, I lost my period for four years. So I had been working on like trying to get my period back for so long. And that required me to do a lot of different hormonal things, which again, affected my body in different ways. And just all these other things started coming up for me. So my body has like changed so much and as it always will change and and continue to change. So body image is one of those things that I still struggle with. And I don't, I don't have the answer. And I look to people like you and other people who can, you know, guide me on, on ways, but it's just about, I think the biggest thing for me is the comparison thing. I can't get myself in that state of comparison or, you know, if I'm following people that just make me feel icky, I just can't watch them. Or I just try to protect myself in other ways and just focus on like my body right now is doing what it needs to do. I am who I am. And that's, that's what it is, but it's definitely something that I feel like comes up for me. Yeah. And what are things that help nurture like a more neutral or like positive body image for you at the moment? I think just like I said, just really telling myself, like your body is where it needs to be. Like everything happens for a reason. Like there's no wrong bodies, like just kind of focusing on that. And I do follow people that are more positive in that space. And that really does help me because it's so important to like who you see is going to help kind of guide your opinion, right? You can't just, you have to open your, your eyes and your, whoever you're following in your space to more than just like one type. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have to increase our flexibility. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's like, it speaks to the fact that like social media can be such a dumpster fire, but also oh my we can God, use yeah. it yeah. to our benefit, yeah. right? Like yeah. this is the one thing that we can do with social media is like filter out people. And I always tell people like, cause I think sometimes people feel bad for feeling bad about consuming certain things. Like you don't need to feel bad. Like it's not the other person's fault that you feel triggered by something or hurt by unless they're being really overtly, you know, wildly offensive or something. You're allowed to have sore spots that get poked by certain things and you're allowed to like 
meet those people or unfollow yeah. them or take a break and then spend more time in spaces. Um, yeah, you gotta feel like they inspire you. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I but I think it can feel easy to feel like, oh, I shouldn't, like, I call it double arrowing. Like when you start feeling bad for feeling bad. Oh my gosh, that's the worst. <laughs> like yeah. I should be more involved in this. I, yeah. You know, I should be, you know, and it's just like, no, it's okay. And you just two in your head in those moments. I know. Are there any, like you said that there were so many lessons that you learned through eating disorder recovery. Like, mm -hmm. are there any big ones that really stand out to you? Like any big moments or ahas? Uh, any big moments that stood out for me? I think again, it's just me, like you have to focus on you and what's right for you and not looking what's good for somebody else or what somebody else does. It's so irrelevant when it comes to your own health, your own body, your own choices. Like that was one thing for me that, that kind of, like, I was really, like I said, big on like trying to be healthy and like the clean eating and like trying to do all these things that I was watching other people do, which really like, who even knows who were they to tell me that they were the right things to do. Right. So I think for me, just really like trusting my intuition and trusting myself and knowing like what is right for me is at the end of the day, the most important thing. Mm -hmm. It's so alluring though. Like, so it, it kind of popped up. I talked about this on my podcast a little bit when the whole Gwyneth Paltrow thing happened, right? She was yeah. on Will Coles. Did you see, did you yeah. see some of this? <laughs> yeah. So huge blow up, like, because she, sh she shared some things that she's yeah. doing, right? Yeah. And like, I don't know how that made you feel. Like, I feel kind of neutral about it when I listen yeah. to it, you know? And I think that, um, I find that it's triggering for a lot of people though, because we haven't, had good frameworks for taking yeah. care of ourselves on our terms we've had like follow other people and you're mm. either fully dieting or restricting or cutting out or whatever or follow other people and you have to kind of really reject all of that culture yeah. in order totally. to find community right totally. and so I think that like there's things about what I talked about in that podcast is like it's kind of it's triggering because there's a lot of things that feel like really difficult and hard unless you have lots of time or money or support or whatever like there's things there that feel triggering um but then I think the other thing is that there's this I feel like she has a good sense of like what works for her and what feels yeah, good for her that's and I think I too. yeah and I think a lot of people there's something in there where they're like I want that but I don't like that's not right for me you know <laughs> they have that sense of like what she's doing is not right for me but I don't know what is right for me. And so that's like mm. tr truly one of the goals with healthy-ish for me is to try to help people have that framework, but mm -hmm. it is really individual, you know? Well, and, and it's hard to figure out on your own. That's why, like, I commend you so much for doing what you're doing. Cause like I said, I couldn't figure it out on my own. I had to you know seek out help too, because it's overwhelming and it's hard. It's hard to figure out on your own. And it's hard to figure out in a group. You know, like, yeah. I feel like there's also this, um, and yeah. I did it, I did it for several years. I did group programs. Um, and there's this rhetoric, which I love of like women coming together and learning from other women and there's truth to it, but there's also limits to it. I think, especially mm -hmm. when we've been brought up in this culture that makes us feel like someone else always has the answers and like our bodies are maybe wrong. Yeah. And because our bodies are wrong, it's proof that if like, like we just like figured out that next secret thing that we don't know our bodies would be right and we'd be okay like so I guess what I'm trying to say is there's constantly just we can constantly be distracted by what other people are doing totally and we're either triggered by the wrongness of it or like our feeling that we're not there yet like so I just found that specifically with this kind of work like doing mm -hmm. some individual work is really important early on yeah because it's the only way to really focus on your path Right? It's so true. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I totally agree. And, and the Gwyneth thing, I think, yeah, like you said, like, right. Like that works for her. Like who knows, right. It's just, again, kind of putting your blinders on and just trying to see what works for you. It's just, it's, you have to kind of go through those ebbs and flows and that trial and error period to really understand, is this right for me? Right. But you can't, I don't know. You have to kind of put yourself out there and get the help you need too, if you yeah. need it. Yeah. And I think it's important, like something else that I think gets a little bit lost in the, in the anti-diet, like 
anti-toxic wellness conversation, which is important. Obviously it's been like foundation of the work that I've done for like 10 years, but we forget that like when someone's health is deeply affected, they are willing to try things. And I understand that there's that, you know, we don't want to prey on people and we don't want to prey on people's vulnerabilities, Mm -hmm. but as a naturopathic doctor, like I've seen people also get very well from some of these alternative therapies, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like I have friends that have lupus. I have friends that have arthritis. I have friends that have, you know, concussions that are actually maybe acute brain injuries or acquired brain injuries, sorry, that they've been working through. And like Mm -hmm. some of these alternative therapies have really saved them. It's like a fine line because I know what you mean, even with my own, like, you know, selling our services or as a business owner, it's like, there's that point where you're like, you don't want to feel like you're being too salesy or like trying to get people to buy into what you have. But at the end of the day, you know, you can really change their lives and help them so much. So why aren't you talking more about it? But it's, it's hard when you're on the other end. I know. Yeah, I know. I love the parallels. I always feel like there are so many parallels for me as yeah. a business owner <laughs> with like yeah. what's happening in my business or in my work. Yeah. And then also what's happening in the actual work that I do. Yeah. But yeah, there is right. Like there's like, I, I and again, I think that this is, I don't know if you're into archetypes at all. I really love archetypes. And I feel like our world is shifting so much. Like I was listening to, this is like a total tangent, but I was listening to <laughs> um, Carolyn Mace, who is a medical intuitive and she she does a lot of archetypal work. And oh, she was yeah. talking about the death of Queen Elizabeth that happened not that long ago. And like, what an archetypal death that was because she represented something. She was so iconic in this position. Mm. And like, we kind of don't even almost have room for that system anymore. Like there's other archetypes that are coming up that are more important in the world that we're kind of in. Like it was really the death of an archetype, right? Like like kind of like we're going to have this king, but like, do people even care about him? Like, I don't know, like not the same way, you know what I mean? And the whole, the whole monarchy is maybe going to change and shift and and be a lot less important overall Mm -hmm. in the world. And there's these other archetypes that are like, you know, you know, coming to be and growing. And um, yeah, what were we talking about before that? I feel like I lost my train of thought, but we were talking (laughs) about about like parallels between like being a business owner, the work you do and the work that comes up for you, like all the different parallels in in life and business. (laughs) Yeah. I took this like wild tangent into archetypes, (laughs) but I think, (laughs) but I think it's like, I think what I was trying to get at is like, it, you know, trying to figure out what era we're in or like what archetype we're next going to be embodying and like it's a really anyway it's just like a really individual journey right yeah that's interesting (laughs) yeah I think there was something else in there too I'm sure it'll come up as we like keep going but I took this like sharp left turn into (laughs) but yeah but I work those into healthy blueprints as well because sometimes it's like you know, we need to step into the next transformation of who we are. And it's so energetic Mm -hmm. and it's so encompassing and it's so much more than supplements and food and movement, right? It's like, what is the next era of who we're going to be? Yeah. And that's Um, hard to figure out on yourself by yourself. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's you like, what's next for you? Do you think when it comes to like Mm -hmm. caring for yourself and feeling good in your body? Mm-hmm. Well, that's like a, that's a big question. <laughs> What's next for me? I in business-wise, life-wise, like there's so many different things, but I do want to have kids very soon. So that's, you know, that's next. And I'm really, I don't know like what that's going to look like. It's like kind of scary to think about, you know, I'm, I, as a business owner, as I have employees, like it's, it's really hard to think about. So that's kind of one thing that I hope I'll be navigating soon. Um, But yeah, for the agency, it's been really exciting. It's been a really exciting year. I'm actually leaving on Friday. I'm going to speak at a conference in Arizona on social media. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And just to continue working with, with like really empowering and exciting brands is, is really special to me and vital to the agency. So I don't know what else is next. How many people currently work for you? I have um, three staff. They're contractors. They're all, it's nice that they're all like in Toronto, Hamilton area. So we can like meet up, get together, which is really cool. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) But that is like responsibility, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. And um, 
like when it comes to sort of, so the, the sort of four areas that we really look at mm-hmm. with healthy-ish is we look at body that includes like food and movement and supplements. And, uh, but we also look at sensuality and cycles. Mm-hmm. We look at space and place. We look at mind, mm-hmm. energy, soul, um, and, you know, space and place also includes like wardrobe stuff and clothes. Like, are there mm-hmm. any things when it comes to your space or clothes or like any of those areas that stands out to you or that you think of that lends to how you feel in your body? Mm-hmm. I, yeah, my space and place is like, so it's such an important like facet for me. Like I need my space to be like vibey. I need the candles. I like to have diffusers. Like I like, I'm very, I take in the energy of wherever I am. If there's like clutter, if there's books and papers and shit everywhere, like I need it to be very cleaned up for me to actually like put out like great work in my business. So the space is very important. Like even the design or decor, like I I like it to just be, I don't know, like tidy and a true reflection of like us, myself, and my husband, like where we live. Um, so space and place is big, but again, I'm big on the candles. I'm big on the diffusers scents to kind of invigorate me. I'm big on kind of, and I know you, you love doing this too, but making like the little moments more luxurious, like whether it's your coffee, yeah, I'm huge on this, yeah. putting like a little mint sprig in my water or my tea, like just creating more so experiences rather than just like letting these moments just like be a mundane moment I want to feel like it's a vibe yeah and I think like (laughs) it is I totally agree and I think like it's also interesting because when you've had a challenging history with food I think it's really Mm -hmm. neat and important and cool to start to develop other ways to really take care of your body that have nothing to do with that kind of control totally yeah yeah like (laughs) add-ins Mm-hmm. I yeah. love like I've always been huge 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 on skincare but for me like skincare is still so important so like my weekly masks my facial facial massage like I have gua sha's like I literally do that twice a day every single day because yeah I'm obsessed with like the relaxation and just the like routine of it and like just the way that I feel and like just I don't know it just invigorates me um even with like baths and my my bath set up with all my little you know creams and and soaps and salts and things all of that just I feel like contributes to my overall well-being and like me living my best healthiest life yeah amazing anything else that you can think of like when it comes to sort of being someone who's running a big business mm-hmm. trying to take care of yourself like just anything else that comes to mind that I have yeah knowing that about. you can't do it all you cannot yeah. do it all you yeah. don't have to do it all you shouldn't do it all and there's, there's people that can help you do it all. But yeah, I think that's just been the biggest lesson for me is just knowing that it's okay to ask for help. And like, people can actually probably do stuff better than you can. If you know, you don't want to do it anymore. Like why not have people be a part what of are, your Like, Would you have any shortcuts when it comes to like, like <laughs> food, taking care of your house? Like I know you said you like a clean environment. Is that something you totally mm-hmm. take care of? Or do you have help with that? Like what are some of the shortcuts that you have the support systems that are in place? Cause I think it's important yeah. for other women to hear people say I'm getting help with these. Yeah. Things. I, yeah. I do have a, a house cleaner. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and actually she just, I'm so sad. She literally just told me that she's taking like a year break. So I'm like devastated. I'm like, I need to find someone because the past two weeks, it's been really hard for me to keep up. And like, I don't have a very large home, but yeah. I'm just thinking that it's, it's really like, knowing that there's like dirt in like the far corner of like the floor frame over there is like, <laughs> yeah. like eats me away a little bit. So I know I like either need to get on top of it or my husband needs to get on top of it too. But getting help is, is something I will not shy away from. Like I, yeah, no way. Like I would rather pay for my time back because if that means I get to do something else that really lights me up, I'm all for it. Yeah. We, yeah, we, we don't have anybody at the moment either, but we did. And then mm-hmm. same thing, we went through like a little bit of like a yeah, you know, a shuffling situation and haven't figured yes. it out, but we'll get back there because we finally hired somebody to help with our house as well, because we could, we could do it, mm-hmm. but I was like, I don't want to spend every Saturday I know like a huge chunk of every (laughs) Saturday kind of like bossing my kids around and trying to force them to take care of things you know and um yeah 
getting some help, just like, even if it was just like once or twice a month was just enough to like take that edge off to be like, yeah. okay, the bathrooms have been cleaned really well a couple of times. I can just like relax and do something light on the off weeks or whatever. But yeah, we've got to get back yeah. to it because I it know. fell apart and for us. It, and it's rough. like, you, it's like kind of accepting that like, it's okay. Like for me, like it's okay that you want to hire someone to help you with that. Like, it's just one of those mindset shifts. You have to like, just, there's no judgment needed. Like it's okay. Yeah. And when it comes mm -hmm. to food, like, are you a cook? Does your mm -hmm. partner cook? My like, or do you guys cook. order in? Like, what do you guys do? He's a chef. Yeah. My partner is a big chef. He like literally will watch Gordon Ramsay YouTube videos, like all like all day if he could. And oh he tries to dream. recreate things. So that's been fun. And I will, will always try to make more for like meal prep. So, cause I work from home. So there's more stuff around. And I find that's really helpful because if there's not, I'll just randomly like come lunchtime. Like I said, it's just like, you're looking for anything. Like when you realize, yeah. Oh my goodness, why don't I have anything in the house? Well, you know, having that is really key, like some yeah. sort of meal prep, even if it is like making a little chia pudding, making like pre-doing oatmeal, having those chicken breasts, having roasted veggies so that I'm not always just reaching for random things that I that don't like really feel me in the best way. Yeah. I feel like that's really key. For and me. so you're pretty good at that consistently. You know, like I'd say three out of the, or like two and a half out of the four weeks of the month, we're good. Got it. Yeah. No, I love that. I love that. Cause I mean, to me, that's the ish, right? It's like, yeah. and then being able to be like, cause that that's us too. Like I'd say we're yeah. really great. And then occasionally we have a week and I'm like, okay, like I ate toast way too many times yeah. during the nice. day this <laughs> week. So I'm like, and it's like, you know, for a day or two, it feels fine. It's like great, easy, yeah. whatever. And then after that, I start to go like, okay. I'm not yeah. feeling my best. Yeah. I gotta get up and get some more food in this house. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think that's it. And I think like, what's so interesting is that your brain, the way that it was approaching health back in the disordered things is could mm. never have done that. Could oh never. Have. And I think like, even that is just such a marker of health, the flexibility to be like, yeah, prep two and a half weeks of the month. Like that to me is a sign of health. Yeah. The brain, like so much of this is flexibility, right? Like the flexibility to see your body differently, the flexibility mm -hmm. to be like, yeah, I put in effort, but I'm also not like, you know, it, imprisoned by the effort yeah. I have to put into taking care of myself. Like I can mess up and make mistakes or get busy with other things that are really important and then mm -hmm. find my way back to myself. Yeah. It's a journey. Like it's not with, without it's rigidity. No? Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. It's been huge for me. Oops. Sorry. Just one sec. Um, so, okay. So when, as I'm like wrapping up with people, I like to ask them sort of like three questions. Okay. Um, rapid fire. Let's go. Yeah. A little <laughs> rapid fire. Exactly. So the first is, is there anything like, hmm? it could be an app, food, clothes, behavior, whatever. Is there anything that's just like making you feel really good, inspired, amazing in your life right now? Like I said, a hundred percent go download the superhuman app okay. within two weeks of downloading it. There's a two week free trial. My life was changed. Like, I don't even know what it was. It was just like the power of these affirmations and incorporating these like motivational meditations or whatever it is in my daily life, like in other areas, not just when I'm sitting down to meditate it, like, I don't know, it did something to my brain. So I've been telling everyone to get on that. Um, yeah, it's a game changer. Amazing. And is there anything kind of on a, on a, like, is there anything in the health and wellness world at the moment? You know, we sort of brought up Gwyneth a little bit, but like, <laughs> is there anything that makes you roll your eyes? Like where you're like, Oh God, not this, like any messaging oh or God. like, honestly, yeah. Like everything. No, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, <laughs> I know when I see some things, I'm just like, wow. Like if me five years ago, I would have been all over this, but thank goodness I'm, I'm far from that now. But I would say like the calories or that like fat is bad. Like all of the, that language around food and like good food and bad food. I just like want to you know, like scream or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's been, it's been really huge lately. Um, on, I must be on TikTok because the mm. young, the young girls yeah. that I'm working with are just like, so afraid of seed oils, like seed oh. oils, seed oils. <laughs> really? like, I'm like, what is happening? But I think there must be some TikTok trend about, oh. and it's just like, 
I get it. I get that different oils affect our bodies differently. That's a real thing. Yeah. But like also, you know, I try to remind them when I was growing up in like the nineties and early aughts and it was like vegetarianism was the thing. And like safflower oil and sunflower oil was like the height of health. Yeah, totally. And it's it's crazy. Taking care of their bodies in a really amazing way. And there was all kinds of research to show that they live like long, healthy lives. So like, yeah, (laughs) you know, Anyway, but it's just like, that's one of the new things that I'm oh, just like, I didn't even know oh. that was a thing. Wow. And I'll, you know, I'll hear it a few times and I'll be like, okay, what is going on? And inevitably it's some like TikTok trend. Oh my gosh. Like, I did not know. Scaring everybody. That's, that was like, you know, like the avocados are bad for you or like, you know, too much fat. Like that's how it was when I, you know, five years that, ago for me. So yeah. it's just it's going to change. I mean, it's just the next hot thing. Like, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And remembering that like the fundamentals of nutrition have essentially not changed yeah, yeah. forever. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. And then last thing, which is kind of like a funny question, but mm-hmm. is there anything that you do like when we're embracing this ish, like anything that you really love or you do that from the outside, somebody might be like, that's not healthy, but you're like, Oh, this is good for me. Like, I love this. Uh, oh, that's a good one. That is a really good one. Um, something. Hmm. I feel like I have a couple things. Okay. Go for it. Well, like maybe this isn't like a healthy thing, but this is just like something I do. Like I am on Slack with all my clients and like if I see messages like coming in later on, like I, or like out of my normal, normal quote unquote office hours, I just like won't answer. And I'm like, Oh, like, I don't care that I'm a business owner right now. I just, I can't look at my phone. So I don't know if that's one of those things. Um, something else that I do. I think that's a good thing. I think, I think people would be like, Whoa, that's really good boundaries. Yeah. It took me a while to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Before I would be like, Oh my God, they're messaging me like panic. Yeah. I need to respond right away. And now I'm just like, okay, I'll get to that in the morning. <laughs> like, you know what's interesting is I've had really good models for that. First of all, the first models that I had were men mm, watching okay. men do business and be like, oh, they don't jump at every single thing that comes in. Yeah. They don't, yes. they totally don't even respond yes. to some things. And if they do, they respond like on their time when they're ready, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. But then more recently, I've had amazing female examples of this. And it just like, it's really healthy. And like, yeah. even I've had clients that have really good boundaries around online communication. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's so, so healthy, right? Yeah. They get back to me within a few days, you know, totally. my know. bookkeeper is amazing at it. She gets back to me in a few business days. That's a know? wild concept to most of us. Wild. Right? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I know. I we think can maybe especially in a certain areas like yeah. social media where there could be like mm-hmm. little emergencies, but I think it's remembering that almost anything could feel like an emergency all the time. Yeah. And like someone told me this one quote, it was like, um, everyone's emergency is not your priority. And like that changed my life hearing that I was like working in social media. Like, like you said, everybody is that emergency. Oh, we need this post out tomorrow instead. Like this has to change this messaging. Like that's not an emergency. Yeah. Like, that is not an emergency in my yeah. eyes. Like right. it's, it's, right. it's crazy. So yeah. hearing that quote, like changed my life. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. What else, what else did you have there? Oh, what else do I have? Okay. So things that I do that like people would not see as people would see as weird or health, not or like, but yeah, but like just like, you know, like the really conventional ideas of health where people mm-hmm. might be like, Oh, that's not healthy. But you're like, this actually makes me feel great. I love it. Totally adds to my um, Baking is like, I have an obsession with baking and like, I don't care. Yeah, I could bake like, that's like a weekly ritual. Even if I'm just like making a granola or a homemade granola or something like baking to me is both like a pleasure and a joy. I don't know. And it's kind of is therapeutic. So totally agree. Totally. even if I'm making like brownies or something like I don't care. It's just, I'll still do it. <laughs> I'm in this habit of, I don't know if you know Yossi Arefi. She used to have like a baking um, blog mm-hmm. called, I think it was called Apartment 2B and um, out of Brooklyn. And now she has a a baking, like a, a cookbook called Snack Cakes or Snacking oh. Cakes. And so <gasps> like I've been what? making one every weekend. And they're just like, well, one was like a walnut coffee cake. And last night I oh, made yeah, a I chocolate that, like, yogurt cake. Weekend. And they're just like, <laughs> and they're just like super like one bowl. Yeah. One layer cakes, like yeah. really simple. And they're just oh, like, I thought of something like, else. 
Oh, what? Okay, tell me. Something else I do a lot is basically having like dessert as breakfast. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like when if you know, like if I'm feeling like if I'm feeling like I want something sweet, I will have it for breakfast. Like yeah. I don't, well, might think that's care. weird, but I'm like, whatever, I'm going to have yeah. it eventually. So I'll just have it. Yeah. <laughs> or the one I want it. I love that. Yeah. That's a good one. That's like, that's yeah. One of the biggies. Well, thank you for coming on and thank you for talking about, like, thanks for taking us through um mm -hmm. that period of time that wasn't very healthy ish that was like a little healthy obsessed yeah <laughs> um, and like it's really neat to hear when someone's worked their way out of that and found the ish because it is tricky and I think like you talking about that like I had to put in a lot of work and it was a lot of one-on-one -on -one work with help mm -hmm. to make that happen yeah. it's just a reality totally and for me like I yeah, if I can like help one person, like that's all it is for me because when I was going through that, it was really scary. And yeah, like hearing these conversations is so important. So I'm happy to open up to you. So thank you. Yeah, so and the, I mean, you'd never be able to run this business you were running. It would be yeah. so challenging and so hard. And it's like, yeah. and also, like you said, I think the, the thing I wanted most when I was stuck in that place was just like enjoy life. And you know, when you said yeah. like, I'm so much more full of life. Yeah. That's like, for me at this moment in time, probably the best compliment someone could give me because that's like, yeah. that was the goal. Right. And that's the goal with healthy is just like, how do we help people not just be well, but to be like full of life. It's like such a big deal. Yeah. I know I could go on forever about it, but yeah. <laughs> thank yeah. you so much. <laughs> thank you. All right, that's it for me today. And don't forget, if you are interested in finding your best healthy-ish life, if you are interested in getting a 10 plus page healthy-ish blueprint that is specifically and uniquely designed for you by me, if you want to go even further beyond that and, and have some coaching and accountability and a team of experts in the health and healthy-ish wellness field, handpicked by me, vetted by me, and approved by you, then I want you to go to the link in the show notes called Work With Me and find out all the juicy details about both my a la carte and deep dive, healthiest life one-on-one -on -one deep dive programs, life-changing, health-changing, whether you are managing difficult health conditions like diabetes or high blood pressure or you are dealing with a long laundry list of subtle health conditions that no one will take seriously. I'm your gal. I'm here for you. And I want to help you feel vibrant and incredible and amazing in your body without giving up on any of the adventure or croissants that life has to offer.